Hi, I'm Mars Ward, president of Callaway's Nursery. We're based right here in Dallas-Fort Worth, and we're proud to sponsor this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Mars, very, very much, and happy Valentine's Day. What a day. What a day. What a next several days it will be. And we're going to talk about that as the next few hours play out. Um, next two hours for me, I'm here until 10 o'clock and we're going to talk about gardening and the plants at your place. A lot of uh, special things going on. I have a guest in my studio here at the house and uh, he's going to come join me right now. I'm going to take my headphones off and, and something you've not heard for probably eight or nine years. Uh, let me see if I can do this and not knock us off the air. Come here, Joseph, just a little bit. Tell us what your name is. My name is Joseph. All right. And what grade are you in now? Uh, about fifth. About fifth. But it's going to go to sixth soon. Yeah, it sure is. We're sharing a microphone, a headphone microphone right now, so if the audio cuts in and out, that's the reason. And Joseph uh, is uh, with us overnight so that he could enjoy snow in the country. Are you looking for forward to snow, jo- Joseph? Yes, definitely. What would you like to see today? How many inches? Uh, a I, I just want to be able to make like a snowman or something, <laughs> at least one. Do you care if it's uh, 10 degrees outside? Uh, well, you can put more clothes on than if it, in cold, but you can't take more clothes off if it's hot. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming back. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. He was excited, and I am too. We're glad to have Joseph when he can stay with us overnight. That's fun. So anyway, I'm glad to have you for the rest of the uh, two hours, and let's talk plants. Let's talk about gardening, and uh, maybe you'll build a snowman. That's a little cold for Grandma and Grandpa. Uh, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. We have uh, seven grandkids and one great-granddaughter, and it is surely fun to watch them grow up. We got our second Moderna shot uh, Friday evening and uh, side effects were not nearly what we were fearing and uh, so that's good. Moderna had a little reputation for a kick and a couple of aspirin and a couple of Advil got us through. Uh, But anyway, so we're going to enjoy the family soon and uh, he's been pretty much holed up uh, by himself with his mom. Anyway, this is a good thing. 2-800-288-WBAP-800-288-9227. Our first guest always on a Sunday morning is Steve Huddleston. Nothing changes ever at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Steve, good morning. He is the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden and of Britt Botanical Research Institute of Texas. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Neil. And uh, what do you want to talk about today? I think I'm going to let you take it from here. Well, uh, this for those willing to uh, brave the elements and visit the garden, uh, this or any day is a great day to visit the garden and see how our new exhibit, Stickwork, is coming along. Uh, this uh, is a, it's a, it's a sculpture, so to speak, uh, created by nationally acclaimed artist Patrick Doherty and his son. Uh, They are in the garden through the month of February to weave, twist, and shape a -a one-of-a-kind stickwork sculpture in the Fuller Garden. Uh, He's using mostly American elm and rough-leaf dogwood branches to create a unique sculpture that will stay in place until it deteriorates, which is usually a year or two. Again, this is in the Fuller Garden. Um, I saw it 
well, I went out there the first day that he arrived, and uh, he had just dug some holes in the ground. They were about two and a half feet deep and had dropped some some large sticks or saplings down into those holes. And then I went back last week, and my goodness, this thing is taking shape. It's beautiful. It looks like a windswept... uh, castle so to speak uh, created from uh, these saplings that, that we have gathered and supplied to him what so a wonderful really talent good. oh yeah really it's beautiful so and i'm sure it's beautiful in the snow but uh anyway that's what's taking shape in the fuller garden and this uh he'll, he'll be here through the end of february to complete that exhibit and then the exhibit itself will be on display until it naturally deteriorates well, that's fun. And uh, just to go ahead and answer this in advance, any changes of ours of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden will be noted on the website, correct? Yes. yes that's exactly. the place to check before you get in the car to go out. Exactly. Probably this this may not be the day to go out. Yes. yes governor I'm sure, and, I'm sure not. The governor and the, the mayor and everybody else asking his police chief to stay at home on, on these yes. next few days. That's wise advice. Yep. I think I'll heed my own advice on that one. All right. What else you want to talk about? Well, I was going to talk about things that were starting to bloom, but I think I will delay that report until this cold weather is behind us. Okay. So I thought I would uh, jump on to the, uh, my next point, which is the Warm Tropical Conservatory. Again, during the winter, this is a wonderful time to visit the conservatory uh, and see all the beautiful tropical plants in there. Many of them uh, are blooming during the winter, and I thought I would mention some of those plants. For one thing, uh, we've got this huge plant called the Brazilian Red Cloak. It's enormous. It's uh, you know, a good 8 to 10 feet tall or so. It's a large shrub with these terminal clusters of red, showy flowers. Just gorgeous. And it always blooms about this time of the year. And then we have Amazon lilies blooming. Uh, These are native to the Andes. And, uh, gosh, the foliage looks something like daffodil foliage. And, no, the foliage is strap-like, strap-like foliage. Uh, But the flowers are white and look something like a daffodil. Mm -hmm. But they're beautiful, and they're blooming now. And then we have several different species of orchids that are blooming now. Uh, We've got orange, burgundy, some white flowering orchids, different kinds of orchids in there. We'd like to showcase them during their blooming season. And uh, orchids bloom, you know, late January, February, early March. And so we're showcasing orchids, those blooming orchids, in the conservatory as well as in the hallway of the garden center. A lot of people don't realize that the orchid family is one of the largest plant families in the world. And mm-hmm. the orchids uh, are on every continent except Antarctica and state mm-hmm. flower of Minnesota, of all things. We don't yes. uh, we don't think of orchids as being in Minnesota, but uh, uh, they're even even there. So it's a wonderful family of plants, and and there are some orchids that even mere mortals like Steve and Neil can grow. So if if we yeah. grow them, you can too. So. Thank you, Phalaenopsis. Well, and, <laughs> yes, and so many of those are on display in the conservatory, and as I said, in the garden center hallway. And then finally, in the conservatory, we also have some fruit-bearing trees uh, that are in fruit now, such as kumquat, star fruit, pineapple guava. Uh, so this is a wonderful time to visit the conservatory during the winter, follow the paths, and just enjoy that warm tropical environment. During the summer, it's nice as well, but it's awfully hot and humid in there. So I would rather go in the winter. Yes. Oh, that sounds great. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden when the roads are passable? Yes, we are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. All right. All the information about joining the Botanic Garden Society uh, so that you have year-round admission at no additional charge, all of that is available on the website. All the open hours are available. Any special closures or special information, the website, and the website is Steve fwbg.org. 
as in Fort Worth Botanic Garden, fwbg.org. And finally, the 24-hour information telephone line. That is 817-463-4160. Super. I appreciate my friend, Steve Huddleston, who is Public Relations Manager for all of the above. Thank you. Have a safe and warm and stay at home a couple of days here. I'll bet you will. Well, thank you. All right. Take care, Steve. All right. And that uh, has been sponsored, and I'll tell you a little bit about that sponsor in just a moment, right after I give you the phone number so you can call. I looked over at my call screen page, and I said, hmm, don't think I did that. And uh, that number is 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Let's talk gardening. And we can't do that unless I give you the phone number, right? Right. 800 288 9227. Call right now. Mike Bass. Mike Bass in the Sperry book is up for sainthood because he made commitment yesterday to make it on in this morning. He said, I'll learn to ski if I have to, but I'll be there. Isn't that right, Mike? Isn't that what I heard you say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mike is uh, like I am. He doesn't relish driving on snow and ice. But uh, anyway, he is there, and I am eternally grateful. And uh, his will be the first voice you'll hear, and uh, then he'll get you screened, and then we'll uh, have a chance to visit. The one thing I would say, uh, probably it doesn't serve a lot of good to call and ask, will my uh, seedling, let me pick a plant, uh, uh, orange tree that I planted in August survive the cold? I don't know. Um, you know, whatever I do know that's not going to survive the cold, but you know, if we get into a lot of individual plants, that really is of value only to one caller. And I'd like to keep it of a little more general interest, but yeah, let's get calls. Let's see what we get. Uh, I will have some information that I think is of general importance that I'll share with you as, uh, as the morning unfolds. But uh, just, I do want some calls. It's 800-288-WBAP. I think everybody's kind of in shell shock wondering what is going to come out of this. So anyway, that's where we are. 800-288-9227. Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care, the experts your trees deserve. Your trees represent the biggest investment in your landscape and one of the biggest investments in your home. It stands to reason, then, you would want the best team in town working on your trees. And uh, that's where Arborological Services comes in. And uh, they have been in business since 1981. They are in their 41st year now of bringing fine quality work to the trees of North Texas. They serve Dallas, Tarrant, and uh, Denton and Collin counties, the southern halves of those two counties. And they have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. Each of those men and women has a crew. They're foremen of their crews or are leaders of their crews. And they, they are the ones who make contact with each of the customers to make sure the trees are properly cared for. And that's uh, Arborological Services. They have a, a an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion uh, leading one of those crews. Oh my 
goodness, these people are skilled. Three of their leaders, their administrators, have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. One person per year gets that award. That's how good Arborological Services is. So that's the team you want taking care of your trees. It's as easy as a phone call to 866 866- Five five two seven two six seven. That sounds like a big national company, and they are not. They are local, totally local. Eight six six five five two seven two six seven. On the web, it's arborological.com. A r b o r i logical. It's one word. It's an it's an arborological word, a forestry term. On the web, it's on on Facebook. It's Arborological Services Inc. Twitter at the Tree Experts. Again, eight six six five five two seven two six seven. Arborological Services. I'm Cindy with Callaway's Nursery on Greenville in Dallas. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Cindy, very, very much. That's a big nursery. They've been there a long time. It's one of their one of their really good stores. They have a lot of really good stores. Thank you. And thanks to Callaway's for sponsoring this entire hour. So I invite you to get into Callaway's as soon as you can. Um, let me uh, give you the phone number once again. Let's fill up those lines, please, folks. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Is it Regina in Brownwood? Is that right? That's right. How may I help you? Uh, I have um, holly berry bush. That's how I bought it, bush, which is no longer a bush. It's become a tree. <laughs> anyway, the question that I have this morning, Neil, is um, I know now is definitely not the time, but when when would be the appropriate time for me to cut that back? Well, it would really help me to know which holly you have. But the answer probably wouldn't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the proper time to prune it. Uh, if you, if we didn't have this cold spell going on, right. I would tell you to try to prune it in the next week or two because it'll start growing uh, as soon as the warm weather returns. I think this will slow it down by a couple of weeks, but I would try to have the pruning done by the first week or so of March. You have about a three or three or four week window. Uh, early, the earlier in that window that you do it, the better it'll be for the plant. Mm-hmm. How much are you going? How tall is it now, and how much are you oh, going to be pruning? Oh goodness, it? it's up to the eaves of the house. All right, and so that's a one-story house. Yes. And you're going to prune it. You would like to have it how tall? Probably five, five foot. Right, so you'll be cutting half of it. Yeah. Would that be all right, or would it kill it? Or I don't think it'll kill it. It'll make it look pretty tacky for a yeah. while. Yeah. What What while. I would suggest that you do is prune it with um, with a, a hand pruning saw to take the biggest trunk off mm-hmm. or trunks, mm-hmm. and try to cut just a little below where you want it to be. Let's say that you decide you want the 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 ultimate height to be. Uh, uh, we'll say 60 inches, maybe the, the trunks you cut down at uh, uh, at 55 inches, just a little below that, and you try to leave some of the twigs and the other things that are still there in place at 60 inches. They're kind of nursing the rest of the regrowth. You don't take all of the leaves off, hopefully. Yes. Now, I'm doing this in my mind's eye. I'm not seeing mm-hmm. your plant. Uh, but, but that's the way that you get it to sprout out and not look so bare. Um, but they they have a will to live. They'll they'll try to survive. I, I will warn you that uh, it will come back and it will grow and it will decide. Okay, 
well, I guess you didn't uh, like something about what I did. I'll just go ahead and do it again, and maybe it'll, I'll be prettier. You know, I'm personifying completely, but but it'll grow right back to the eight or ten foot height, and 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 so it's going to have a trunk that will be half again as big. Right. And you're going to say, okay, I'm not going to let you get that big. I'll keep it pruned at five feet or five and a half feet. And right. So you keep pruning it, and the trunk keeps getting bigger and bigger, and eventually, you're going to say, this looks really odd. And uh, so there will come a day that you'll say, I think I need to take it out and replace it with something that will never grow more than five feet high. Right. So. Okay, so you said the first to the middle part of March. That's the deadline. I That's mean, it has deadline. to be done yes. by then. The The best time to do it is as soon as this cold spell passes. Okay. All right. Well, Neil, I certainly thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. You do, too. Thank you. Right in the heart of Texas. All right, folks, let's have a little talking to here. Now it's time to call the uh, gardening program. I realize you're not out there looking. You haven't seen anything yesterday because you weren't out there looking. But uh, you can you know what you want to ask about. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's a book that will help ensure your gardening success. It could be the only garden reference that you will ever need. It covers all aspects of gardening for all 254 counties in Texas. 344 pages, and we also have, I have 840 of my best photographs in the book. Chapter 1 covers the basics of gardening in Texas, and in that chapter on page 5 is my discussion of why we need to use the 1990 USDA hardening a zone map instead of the newer 2012 map. That newer 2012 map has the Dallas-Fort Worth area in hardening a zone 8, and that's a bunch of hooey, and we're proving it tonight and tomorrow night. Anybody who planted zone 8 rated plants is probably going to lose them in the next two days. Sad as that is, that's what's going to happen. And uh, so that's why you need to default back. And I said that when I wrote the book. And about two weeks after I wrote the book, it was vindicated. And it's happened several times since. So that's why I'm saying that chapter will help you a great deal. Chapter 2 is the calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants in your landscape and garden. As good as that map is, people tell me that Chapter 2 pays for the book. Chapter 3 through 11 are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all. Everything I've ever said or written about these topics, I think, is in the book. I tried to make it as thorough as anything I have ever done in my life. So your satisfaction with the book is completely guaranteed, or I will refund every penny. You might expect me to tell you that this book is 50 or 60 or $70. It's $34.95 plus tax and postage because it's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. There's not a distributor who has to sell this book. It goes straight from my dining room to your mailbox. Well, it goes through the postal service. And uh, so that's it. I'll be signing these books tonight. Every copy goes out of our house signed and uh, satisfaction completely guaranteed. It's a hard cover printed in Texas by Texas uh, Print Masters, just the best it gets at Clear Visions in San Antonio. 34.95 plus tax and postage. 
Uh, order it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or call my office Monday through Friday, not sure about tomorrow, 800 752 grow 800-752-4769 the better way is at neilsperry.com we had foundation repairs at the sperry house several years ago so i called my friends i did the same thing i'm suggesting you do i called advanced foundation repair they came to our home their estimates are always free their work is affordable it always is not just for me for you as well give them a call 214-333-0003 if you need foundation help it's advanced foundation repair 214-333-0003 Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about Mueller Buildings right now. Mueller is uh, just fabulous. I'm so proud to have them as an advertiser, so proud to be able to represent them to you. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. But let's do a little bit of math. For what you're paying in yearly cost to rent that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard. And that is done with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, and that adds style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you could have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. Mueller, they're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Lori with Callaway's in North Arlington, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Lori, very, very much. And let's go back to our phone lines. We go to Mary in Salina. Mary, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning. How may I, I help have you? A, I have a Tuscalera, I think I'm saying it right, uh, crepe myrtle that has frozen on and off through the years so that it, it never has gotten as big as it needed to be because, you know, I have to start scratch, you know, every spring when it doesn't come back. Um, I, I know it's going to be gone again, and I'll have to do that again this winter, but I'm really thinking it's broken my heart too many times, and I'm thinking about digging it up and um, wanting to plant maybe a more cold hardy crepe myrtle that that grows really big it's in a prime spot in my yard and i really want a big crepe myrtle what color uh, it's kind of a well, i know what i know what tuscarora is but what color do you want oh. do you want that again oh i don't really care um i've got a gray house so uh purples or pinks um reds you know, right, well, the, the best the best uh, tall uh, me- medium goes to 20 feet, and tall goes uh, above 20. 
Uh, I work with crepe myrtles all the time as a founding board member of the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney. And my all-time favorite, without any question, crepe myrtle, my favorite is Catawba, C-A-T-A-W-B-A. And it is a medium purple. It gets about 20 feet tall. And if I could only have one crepe myrtle, that would be it. And the thing I like about it is it it goes with every color. It goes with all the stone and brick colors. It goes with other crepe myrtle colors. It's just beautiful. Uh, there is a taller purple crepe myrtle called Twilight. It's very dark, but it's beautiful as well. But Catawba is my is my personal choice. Um, if you want uh, if you want red. Uh, the, the best of the tall would be uh, Red Rocket. That came from Stillwater, Oklahoma, from Carl Whitcomb's breeding program. And one that came from the National Arboretum that is a, a beautiful red is Arapaho. So those would be the, the and, and those would be the ones that would be uh, somewhat interchangeable with Tuscarora. In our Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney plantings, we have five varieties that have frozen year after year after year, including my favorite red, which I can't recommend for that reason, country red, but the uh, Tuscarora is certainly one of them. Um, Natchez is another of them. I cannot recommend Natchez for that very reason. It'll be frozen to the ground this year again. And Muskogee and Sioux. Uh, most of those have uh, Indian tribal names and they came out of the breeding program of the uh, Department of Agriculture at the National Arboretum. And they just aren't quite as winter hardy. But uh, Arapaho yeah, seems I've to be. I've got them all and they've broken my heart. Yeah, I know. I know. Same here. I, I worked alongside, didn't work with him, but I was uh, there when he was working, uh, when he came to Texas to look at his. Uh, uh, his, his test plots back in the 70s, Dr. Don Egoff, who is the father of all these, and I got to witness all that research. And uh, so I've followed it all of that time, almost 50 years now, with great enthusiasm. But uh, the ones I mentioned to you are absolutely beautiful. And, and uh, when I give a crepe myrtle, I give Catawba. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate You're your You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. All right, let's go to Jim. Uh, let's see. No, I can't. I've got a newscast coming up. Jim, I'll come to you in just a moment in Denison and uh, David and Garland. Our next two calls up. Let me get a, a quick ad in here, and then we'll get to uh, get to Dennis with his newscast. A lot of news going on as well. Callaway's Nursery sponsors this hour. Thank you, Callaway's. And when the crepe myrtles arrive, they will have a wonderful selection for you. Right now, you'll find geraniums in cheerful and sunny colors at your best at your local Callaway's Nursery. Probably not the day to buy them, but make note that they'll have them just a little later this week. I'm sure they have them right in the warm spot in their uh, greenhouses. Geraniums bloom in many shades, including all-time favorites like red and pink. You'll also love them in dazzling rose and bright violet, and they provide unmatched quality. Now, they are regular price $7.99 on sale for just $6.98. For a splash of instant color, add geraniums to containers at your front door or patio. And uh, they're just beautiful. You can bring them inside as cut flowers, big vase. They're 
very, very pretty. I want to step aside from what they have prepared for me here for Callaway's uh, because it is such an unusual weekend with the weather, and they didn't know that when they prepared the copy. I want to tell you that the Callaway's people are my friends. I have known them for 35 and 40 years, the uh, the founders of Callaway's and several of the employees. Mars Ward, you heard him at the beginning of the program. I, I met Mars when he was loading cars as a brand new employee in Addison uh, at a store that isn't there any longer. And, uh, and he's gone all the way to the top at Callaway's in that time. And we are good friends. And I have lots of good friends. And you hear their voices here each week. You will, you will feel the same way about Callaway's when you go in. They founded here. They are a local nursery. You are dealing with an independent local garden center that happens to have several locations. And uh, they are fabulous. They have Texas certified and master certified nursery professionals. Their advice is timely and reliable. They will help you coming out of this cold. They will help you with landscaping and re-landscaping if you need to. They are the professionals. They are Callaway's and you know where they are. It's Callaway's.com. Whenever you're out and about, take us along. Just download the WBAP app. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is called eGardens, like electronic gardens, eGardens. It comes from my computer to your computer, uh, and it comes out every Thursday, just a little before, right at little after 6 p.m. This week... I opted to send it out a little more than a day ahead of time because of the impending uh, uh, cold that was coming, and I wanted to give you as much time as we could to get ready for it. I waited as late as I could to get an accurate estimate of what was going to happen, and put out eGardens at that point. I hope that you are a subscriber to eGardens. If not, please become one. We had a little technical glitch and we got that all fixed. We had a, a few people who said couldn't get signed up and now they are. And uh, you will have no trouble signing up for eGardens. It's free and always will be. Always five stories, a featured plant of the week, a featured question of the week, and tasks that you need to accomplish that weekend. I'll be writing this week a detailed piece on what do we do now coming out of the cold. That's Neil Spray's eGardens. See what it looks like right where you sign up for it. You have to do the signing, and that is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, eGardens. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. The first phase of the predicted major winter storms passed over us. I'm Dennis Martin at the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. An accident has closed southbound Dallas North Tollway between Briar Grove Lane and Trinity Mills Road. Another accident's blocking the right lane of northbound 35E at the Zang Curve. And a disabled vehicle continues to block the left shoulder of eastbound Highway 114 at Texan Trail in Grapevine. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. And the WBAP forecast. Cloudy, windy, cold today with heavy snow beginning this afternoon. High today should hit about 20 degrees. Overnight low tonight will drop between 3 and 6. 
Tomorrow will be cloudy, windy, and extremely cold. Tomorrow's high, no more than 14. Right now, 19 degrees officially. Governor Greg Abbott is asking all of us to use as little power as possible to ensure no stop in generation of heat for homes and businesses. With all of the frozen ice on trees and tree limbs and other objects, we do expect a large number of trees and tree limbs falling and compromising power lines. Out-of-state power crews are standing by to help restore power lines when that uh, when they fall. Southwest Airlines is warning travelers flights may be delayed, diverted, or canceled from Dallas, Amarillo, Lubbock, Midland, Austin, and San Antonio's airports, as well as other weather-affected airports, including Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and Wichita today and Monday, because, of course, of the winter weather. And many school districts will be closed Monday, either in observance of President's Day, a professional day for instructors, or for the weather. Check your student's school online for a final determination of what it's going to be doing on Monday. From the Rexel USA WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update will be at 9 o'clock. 24-7 coverage, of course, at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. If you would like to call, we have only one line open right now. It's at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. If your legs, knees, and feet hurt, your whole body hurts. I think we've all experienced that. At least a lot of us have. Mine did. And that's when my doctor recommended that I see Larry Urban. Now my friend, Larry Urban, owner of Custom Footworks of Frisco, Custom Footworks. That was more than 10 years ago, and I am grateful with every step that I take. Larry has a master's degree. He's been certified athletic trainer for more than 40 years. Now he's a full-time practicing pedorthist. I knew I'd have trouble with that. It's a short word, pedorthist. Look it up. That's a person who designs, makes, and fits therapeutic shoes for relieving pain and disabling conditions of the feet. That's why I met Larry. Sounds like your life, does it? Well, do what I did. Get in touch with Custom Footworks and let Larry help you. Using the most appropriate materials for each of us, Larry hand fabricates his orthotic devices on site to meet our specific needs. For post-operative foot and ankle conditions, plantar fasciitis and heel spurs, knee issues of various kinds, and congenital deformities. I was having some arthritic knee problems, and the orthotics that Larry made for me by the time I got to my car, leaving, wearing them, oh my gosh. I called back. I said, I cannot believe the difference you have made already, and I've been going ever since. If you want the best in custom-made orthotics, I am proud to recommend my friend Larry Urban. I am proud, immensely proud, to recommend him to you. Custom Footworks in Frisco. Customfootworks.com. 972-913-6684. Customfootworks.com. 972-913-6684. And I'm going to tell you something I don't have to tell you, and that is that this is an ad I'm not charging Larry for. I said I just want to give you something back to say thank you because that's how much I appreciate Custom Footworks in Frisco. With so much happening, you never want to miss a moment. These days, you don't have to. On air, online, and always on your smart device. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. 
My website is neilsperry.com. Tell you that because there are several things that you need to uh, do there. You need to buy my newest book. I hope you will. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I've been talking about it. You've heard it. Uh, it's also where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. That's the only place you can sign up for that. And it's also where you can see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. That was another book I wrote a few years earlier. And uh, unfortunately, that publisher went bankrupt soon thereafter. Not because of my book, uh, but just because of something else. I don't know what it was. But anyway, I decided, okay, they're not going to sell my book. I'll just put it on the website. And so there it is for you. Absolutely no charge. And a whole lot more. A lot of information about Rose Rosette virus that I just leave archived right there at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Rob from the Preston Road Store in Plano, and now back to Neil. That big Preston Road Store. Thank you, Rob, very much. Let's go to Jim in Denison. He's been waiting patiently. Jim, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I um, had two quick questions. Number one, should I cut back muley grass every year or just leave the old growth? Uh, muley grass. Uh, this is Lindheimer muley or Gulf muley? Uh, gee, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which one it is. All right. How tall is it? Um, it's about three feet. Yeah, that's Lindheimer. I, I don't cut mine. Um, it's, it's very stiff and, and very formal, uh, in a fountain-like growth. Is that right? Doesn't, doesn't yes. blow in the wind. Uh, that's my favorite ornamental grass. I am not a fan of ornamental grasses currently. I've, I've, I've just had too many of them that one i love and i i would trim it if it turns brown because it's not going to look pretty if it's brown and it may be brown after this week especially in grayson county yeah Yeah. but uh but otherwise i don't trim mine unless it turns brown okay My, my other question was is there a nursery in the north texas area that still sells the old varieties of azaleas all i can find are encore and i'm looking for the old varieties uh, like Hino Crimson and some of the other. That's a wonderful question. Are you trying to match the Hino's? Or? Well, no, I had I had a bunch, a big bank of them before, um, and I lost the shade that was shading them, and they all died. And now I've got shade again, so I was wanting to replant the old style. They sure are pretty, uh, aren't they? Yes, they're beautiful. Um, I don't know. Um, I would, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of places. You think maybe if, I, I know that Tyler has a lot of. Well, I was, that was, yeah, that was what I was going to suggest. That's what I was going to suggest. I would start by going, uh, I would, I would call Blue Moon Gardens and eat them and, okay. and talk to either Sharon or uh, Mary. They are the, the co-owners, the partners in the place. And uh, Mary's husband is a landscape contractor, and he he buys things, and well, they both they all buy things, in quantity, for jobs that they do. But ask if they can get them in, and if they don't have them there, that's a wonderful garden center if you've never been there. And if they don't have them, then ask if um, uh, they can order them for you. And the other thing that you could do, uh, the um, the you're coming down 75 to get into the Metroplex and just a couple miles out of your way would be the largest of the uh, Callaway's nurseries, uh, the 121 uh, nursery on Sam Rayburn uh, between uh, Custer and Independence. 
and Jenny Moots is the manager there, uh, she she could check with their buyer and ask if uh, if they can get them in for you. I don't know if they can or not. Okay. But they're right, still well, being grown. Down. They're very definitely still being grown. I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a that's a wonderful question. Well, most people carry the encores, but they've gotten away. Encore, from the deja, deja view, or some of the others. Yes, deja bloom. Mm-hmm. I guess it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're Appreciate you're it. welcome. I'm, you got my curiosity up on that one. Now I'll start looking. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jim. Have a great day. All right. Let's see where we are. Let's go to David in Garland. Also has waited patiently. David, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, David. All right. Just what I thought, Mike, right? David has moved on down the Hello? road. Oh, you there, David? Yes. Oh, good. How can I help you? Yes, sir. Uh, I've got some hydrangeas questions. Uh, one is I've got uh, Snow Queen hydrangeas in the back, and then there's an Alice hydrangea that was I just mistakenly put in with the rest of them. I want to move it. When's the time to move that? All right. I don't they're know, Oakley. Alice. They're is Oakley. that is that a, a mop hit or is Oakley. that a big pardon? Oak leaf. Oak leaf. Good deal. Thank you. And I should have known that then. Bad on Neil. Uh, that would be uh, move it as soon as you can now. It's just a very woody. Let me explain to people that don't know oak leaf hydrangeas. They are unlike the uh, mop head, the florist hydrangeas, in that they are very woody, beautiful shrubs. And I would uh, I would move that as you would any flowering shrub. That would be while it's dormant in the winter, which means now. It's it's like seven feet tall, but I cut it down or anything. Yeah, before. you'll have to you'll have to prune it by probably half, fifty percent. And by the way, when I say now in in air quotes, uh, yeah. you don't have to go out with an air hammer to chip away the frozen soil. <laughs> this is one of those rare times when the ground is frozen around here, but sometime yeah. in the next uh, ten or fifteen days, I would say. Okay, and then I have some of the what do you, mop head or is it blue? Uh, I don't know, what do you call it, French hydrangeas in the front? Yes. That, um, that, that I put them in like ten years ago, and the, the soil is kind of played out, and they just don't look as good. And if I move them and put new ones in, when would be the time? Would now be the time to do it when it thaws a bit? Are you talking about moving or removing? Well, removing, but I was going to put them in the back, the ones I have, but I, I wanted to put new ones in the front. I don't know how yours look, but after I had mine for about five or six years, they looked so bad, I just removed them. I, they, they were not okay, worth trying that, to save. Like that. They, yeah, they by, the time you, by the time you prepare the soil uh, for, for hydrangeas, which is somewhat akin to preparing soil for azaleas, for, for those hydrangeas, uh, it's, it costs enough to do that that you don't want to give a, a weak sister. I'm sorry, that's I mean it sounds sexist, a, a weakling. Uh, plant uh, that kind of heroic soil preparation you want to go spend the bucks and buy a brand new beautiful plant so i wouldn't do that as far as putting the new ones in i would do that in mid-spring when you find them in in bloom and looking their best all right well well, that answers it thank you very much you are welcome thanks for the call and thanks for your patience all right fred and ulis you'll be coming up right after the uh, the break and we have another hour folks so you're welcome to call that phone number is 800-288- Nine two two seven. That translates uh, to call letters to eight hundred two eight eight WBAP. So there we go. Let me uh, tell you about Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. 
several things I want to mention to you. Uh, we are in fast forward right now about what has to be done and when it has to be done. Half of the mistakes people make are in doing the right things but doing them at the wrong time. You plant your, uh, for example, uh, onions in uh, March. Oh my gosh, that's way too late. And they get hot. They're not edible. And that's the reason you plant it too late. You plant your tomatoes in May and they, they don't produce fruit. Well, maybe you planted big boy that's a mistake in the first place at any time and maybe you planted them too late yes by two months so that's what chapter two of my book is all about it's a calendar a 48 page calendar that tells you bullet by bullet by bullet what you plant prune fertilize and spray each each month so you have four pages per month times 12 48 months uh, 48 pages of information of what you need to do. People tell me, Neil, that is the most important thing about this book. I've never had that in a book before. Please don't tell me. I don't want to hear, oh, I have your old book. I'll just keep that. Because the old book, first of all, didn't have chapter two. It had a chapter two, but it wasn't this. And uh, it's also woefully out of date. This is a totally different format. It's a totally different concept. This book has more than 25 multi-page charts that the other books have not had, and uh, it is a totally different book. Take it, buy it. You have satisfaction guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. We've sold 59,000 of them out of our dining room, my wife and I, and I've signed every one of them. And I guarantee all money back if you're not happy, and I've not had to, uh, not been asked to refund one penny yet. So that's it. That's that stands for itself. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, where I show you the hardiness zone map that is more accurate than the one we're having to use right now. Chapter two is that calendar. Chapters three through eleven cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns fruit and vegetables it's all in the book 840 photographs 344 pages high quality paper it's a hardback and was printed in san antonio and still with all that it's just 34.95 plus tax and postage not in stores not on amazon you get it from my website neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y Com. You can also call my office Monday through Friday, maybe Monday this week, and that's uh, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is at neilsperry.com. You order there, I'll be signing your book this afternoon, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. If you can't join us for worship in person, then please join us on your computer. We live stream at 10.05. Go to sharingtheheart.org, click on sermons, or join us on Facebook. Our 10.05 sermon is carried on Facebook Live. See you on the Internet. God bless you, and have a beautiful day. 
Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. And uh, we will join him. That's our church. Proud to join him. Let me tell you right now about Whiz Q Stone. Let me invite you to get by sometime this week as weather permits to Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Their phone number is 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. W-H-I-Z-Q.com. Now, the important details. 22 acres in size. They've been in business since 1983. Almost 40 years of bringing the finest stone to the gardens, landscapes of North Texas. Anywhere you can hear me, they'll be happy to deliver to you. They get their stone from quarries all across the Southwest. And they will help you select the right stone for your needs. Take photos of the part of your landscape that you're trying to finish out. Take photos of other landscapes that you have liked and show the stone that they've used or show how they've dealt with slopes or with walks and paths or whatever it is, pool decking, whatever it is. And a Whiskey Stone will help you pick the right stone for what you want. If you don't feel comfortable in doing the job yourself, they have contact with the finest landscape contractors in the business. They are very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association at a leadership level, I might add. That's Whiskey Stone. Great people. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, 817 429 0822-whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. We at Callaway's are proud to offer the finest in plants, products, and services. I'm Wendy Vanderback from the Hewland Callaway's. We're proud to be sponsoring this segment of Neilsbury's Texas Gardening. And now, back to Neil. Wendy is my longtime dear friend. Thank you, Wendy. Let's go to Fred and Euless. Fred, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, Neil. How are you doing? I'm staying, well, thank you, sir. Uh, well, I hope you're staying warm. It's uh, not going to get any warmer. But uh, my question is, I've got a, uh, I think it's a, either a California fan palm or a um, Mexican fan palm. It's about 30 feet tall. Um, it's about four, probably four feet uh, in diameter at the base. Um, I wrapped it with uh, incandescent uh, Christmas lights, the little Christmas lights, and then wrapped wrap base with a towel um with towels uh, on top of that what what are the uh, my options of survival for that thing well it's 20 I, years old yeah I, I got it uh the last time we got anywhere near zero was december 23 1989 when at our home in mckinney we went four below zero um i think dallas went to one below uh, so that's the only comparison you have and your plant wasn't right. out there at that time that was that was 30, no. 32 years ago uh, so you're just going to have to wait and see you've done what you can do uh, what you don't want to have happen is the the growing tip die out of the top of it that's correct yes and, i know that and uh, I, I don't know what more i can offer in terms of help it is uh, it, it depends on which one you have because they're one hardy in a zone apart uh, the uh, uh, California fan is going to be zone seven and Mexican fan palm is going to be zone eight. And right. uh, this is definitely a zone seven cold spell. So, uh. yeah, I, um, it's, it's brother died in, uh, 10, I think the last time we had a, a long cold snap and, uh, 
Well, this uh, one moving. is unprecedented. So if you've already exactly. lost one to a lesser cold spell, this one, this one may have some challenges. We're going to well, see it wasn't things. As big. Yeah. Well, that that helps, but not not perfectly because it is that growing tip. If you right. lose the growing tip in a palm, you've lost the plant. It's, yeah, it's okay, a, that's what I struggle. thought. Yeah, I, that's the problem. I looked it up in your book, and I couldn't find the exact temperatures. I know it can it can tolerate pretty relatively low temperatures for a short period of time. But, yeah, uh, and, and that's the problem when you when you want to know the exact temperature. it's uh, what What is the exact temperature that a human can withstand? Well, it depends on whether you're walking through right. a room that's that temperature or whether you're staying in that room at a temperature and and it's it's not only duration but depth of temperature so i i can wish you well and that's about all i can do at this point you've done all you can do let me put it at that at that so hey thanks for the call good luck with it fred uh we have another hour so alan fort worth jay at hickory creek stay with us we'll be back